Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Ride Podcast. This episode is part of a six-part series with Warwick Schiller, where he breaks down training ideas. G'day, everyone. Welcome back to the Horse and Rider Podcast. I'm Warwick Schiller, and you know, I like to read books that are not necessarily horse-related books by any means, but the parallels you can draw from them are really amazing. And the, one of my favorite books to read was by a guy named Malcolm Gladwell, and the book was called Outliers. And it was basically the, the he was trying to draw the dots between what makes a, an outlier, and he defined an outlier as someone from a statistical group who stands far apart from that group. So the people who stand out, you know, out of their class or out of their, you know, whatever. And I'm trying to figure out why people or how why people do that. And during the book at one point in time, he got to where he was talking about, it had nothing to do with um, why people are good. This was an out, this was about outlier plane crashes. So, you know, plane crashes that probably shouldn't have happened. And, and they look into, you know, these aren't, um, you know, natural disasters or anything like that. These are avoidable accidents. And they looked into every single plane crash where there'd been a, you know, huge fatality, huge loss of life. And every with a with a plane that shouldn't have crashed, and every single one of them had seven consecutive mistakes. In that, they can't find one that's got six consecutive mistakes. There's never been one that's crashed that's good. A lot of people that had six consecutive mistakes, they always find seven. And so that um, you know, I posted a uh, YouTube video about that, and there's a lot of feedback on that from different people, um, and. I heard a lot of other ways of putting the same thing. You know, I heard it's another put away is um, the Swiss cheese theory. If you take slices of Swiss cheese and stack them all up, if you just keep stacking them all different random ways, at some point in time, all the holes will line up. And that's what we're really trying to do with our horses is to avoid having those those holes line up. Or what the... What the um, therapist types would call trigger stacking and so that's what you've really got to be careful of you know working with horses is you know you don't want to make one mistake after another after another after another so you've really got to be all you don't really want to do something that the mistake might be making your horse more concerned so you don't want to do something that makes your horse a bit concerned then do something else that makes him a little bit more concerned and then something else makes him a bit more concerned and then you have this big old accident and, you know, the horse did it out of nowhere, but you've just got to be able to realize you've got to be able to read the signs and just see all those little things as they happen. And a lot of times with horses, all it is is they just start to tighten up and, and, and that's it. If you can, you know, let's say you're saddling your horse and you, you know, you walk over and you throw the saddle pad on his back. You've got the saddle in one hand and the saddle pad in the other hand. You throw that saddle pad on his back and as it lands on his back, he might take a little breath and raise his head an inch and he might stop blinking and if you don't notice that he's standing perfectly still you could throw the saddle on drop the cinch down the other side go around there you know and then cinch it up and then and then go get him and then hop on him and then something happens but a lot of times um, things like that are avoidable if you can just be aware of those little things and like I said a lot of times it might be they might just raise their head a bit and take a gasp 
people and maybe stop blinking. And if you were to notice that, you wouldn't just throw the saddle on. You might stand there and just pause, just wait. And that pausing and waiting is, I think it serves two purposes, but one of them is it, it tells them that I saw your concern. Pausing, well, that's the, probably the second one, but the first one would be pausing when you see their concern doesn't make their concern get any worse. And so, you know, you pause when you see their concern and instead of doing the next thing that makes things get worse, at least you're not adding to stuff. That's part of it. But I know I think when you pause as you see that their concern rising and they see that you see their concern, that's when you start to get relaxation and that's when you start to get trust. And so, you know, that's, that's probably the probably the biggest, if I was going to give anybody, you know, this is my last podcast in this series. And so if I was going to give anybody some advice, it would really be just be aware of your horse when you're around them and be aware of the times that they say, oh, what are you going to do? What is that? Okay. And if you don't ever override that, if you can recognize that part right there and you let them know you recognize it. Pause when they do that. You don't have, you know, it's amazing how doing the tiniest thing uh, can do this. You know, some horses, we've got a horse here. He's in, actually, his name's Sherlock, and he's the horse that kind of led me down this whole different way of looking at things a few years ago. But every time I go to catch him, as I walk up to him, he will turn his head slightly away from me and turn his eyes away from me very slightly. And as he does that, I just stop. And then two seconds later, his eyes come back to me and his ears prick and he comes over and he goes, hey, how's it going? But if you don't recognize that little thing right there and keep approaching him, he was, you know, when I first got him, he was very shut down and he was the one that really taught me about how to get a really shut down horse out of shut down because I definitely couldn't do it before. And his go-to is to kind of go inside his head and just clam up a little bit. And so... With him, as with any horse, you know, when I approach him, if if they show me some sign of being slightly concerned, I'll immediately stop and take a step back as they do that. Um, if they show me anything, so that what I just talked about before was a sign of concern, but if they show me anything, if they are not looking at me and then they turn their head to look at me, I'll stop. And then I'll proceed. And I think what that, it seems to be what that does is it just tells them, hey, I noticed that. You know, every time their focus moves from somewhere to somewhere else, if you can time what you do with that, it's just, I don't know, it's absolutely magical. You you get to where those horses, um, oh, they want to be with you. Um, you don't have to train them to do as much stuff because they like to hang with you. There's a lot of connection that comes from that. So it's it's really about... You know, so there's, I started out telling the story about Malcolm Gladwell and the, you know, seven, seven consecutive act, uh, mistakes in plane crashes. But, and I was talking about this, you know, the consecutive mistakes that happen in horse wrecks. But being aware of what I'm talking about here, not only will, it, it, it doesn't take you to an average place. It takes you to a great place. So if you're not recognizing all these little things happening and then you end up having a wreck, that's a bad spot. But if you can recognize all of these little things, it doesn't just prevent the wreck. 
it also creates a great deal of connection because it's that I've talked about it before I think but it's this what they call attunement the sense of being seen being heard feeling felt and getting gotten all mammals cherish that and all ma mammals need that and you know it's part of the the social fabric of of who they are and if we can give them that it's, it's it sounds like a pretty simple thing but i i would say if, if there was one thing I, I would tell you to do is just try to communicate every time you see a change in their focus and it's, it's just amazing what it does um i've been doing it for a while now and, and so if you're in, in in order to do that you've got to be aware of their focus so you've got to be aware of things they're doing you've got to be aware of when they're ears are working and then the ears stop working or when their eyes are blinking and then their eyes stop blinking but when you can communicate that you notice that stuff um, it creates a connection like uh, unlike anything i've seen before with horses so i'm going to leave you with that and hopefully you can just um, uh, mess with it it's it's just an amazing thing and uh, yeah i hope that helps you enjoy your horses even more than you currently are so thank you guys for joining us on this um series of podcasts for horse and rider thank you guys for tuning in to this special episode of the ride stay tuned as we release regular episodes of the ride podcast if you enjoyed this episode with warwick please email us at horse and rider at aimmedia.com to let us know